Welcome to the Zen Stoic Path. In this episode, we're going to be discussing a Zen story that is going to highlight something that we all go through as humans, and that is the experience of consistently comparing ourselves to others. This is something that we all go through because it seems as though it's nearly impossible to go online these days without the inclination to start comparing yourself and your lifestyle to others. It's almost as if society has become this never-ending cycle of one-upsmanship, and we struggle to keep up no matter how much good there is in our lives already. We see other people doing great things online, or we see the highlights of somebody else's life, and we think to ourselves, why not me? There's always somebody who looks happier, more successful on their social media than we feel in the moment that we're looking at it. Or maybe we see somebody who seems to be more spiritually evolved, whatever exactly that means, (laughs) as they take their filtered picture of their latest yoga pose from this morning, reciting some quote from Maya Angelou. We've all seen this person. We've all seen the person who seems to be celebrating a recent business success, or maybe they just got a promotion at their job. Either way, we look at people on social media and we think to ourselves, why not me? Because the idea of social media is that people are posting their highlights. They're posting the things that are going great in their lives. Nobody ever posts you know, the, the things that are going crappy. Well, at least not most of the time. Sometimes you'll have somebody post something very vulnerable, something very touching. They'll share a story of some kind. But for the most part, people are sharing the highlights of their lives. Maybe an old friend from high school is posting about how they're getting married or maybe their third child was just born and you're sitting there thinking to yourself, I don't even have a relationship. Or maybe you're seeing somebody buy their first home thinking to yourself, when's it my turn? That sinking feeling in our chest comes in every time we start to think to ourselves, why not me? every time we're comparing ourselves to someone else. Now, we've all done this, and I'm no less guilty than anybody else who's listening to this podcast, but the idea is that this state of mind never feels good, and it always makes us feel lost in our own life as it somehow is lacking in some significance or meaning. So one of the things that we talk about in Zen Stoicism are something called the Four Intentions and Four Delusions, and we're actually going to be doing a special series of episodes dedicated to to the four delusions and four intentions is this is the core premise of Zen Stoic philosophy. These are the things that weave Zen and Stoicism together that fit the modern age and fit a very practical way of using them. But in today's episode, we're going to be going over some of the delusions that come up when we start comparing ourselves to others or when we want to show the world some image of ourselves that we want people to think of us as. And this is actually what is called the delusion of performance. Now, the delusion of performance comes from a deep-seated belief of insignificance or a life devoid of meaning. And it tempts us to compare ourselves to others endlessly and fantasize about the perception of ourselves in the eyes of others rather than being present in the perception of ourselves. Thus, never being present in our own experience and always living in some kind of an abstraction of reality. The result ends up being a constant need to perform to the world in hopes of getting some kind of external validation, i.e. likes and comments or shares of your post, coupled with endless self-induced suffering in a pit of never feeling like enough. Behind closed doors, when we're performing off to social media trying to get attention about the outside world, we end up creating unnecessary suffering that comes from a place of not feeling like enough and needing the world outside of ourselves to validate us. And this prevents us from being sincere and vulnerable, especially with those in our own personal lives because we're too worried about the outside perception. And when we're not being vulnerable, 
Sometimes we become too proud of our fantasy or the image of our ideal self to ever ask for help or be willing to mess up or be wrong about something. So we don't want to fall into this delusion of performance because then we start to engage in this type of behavior. Now, along with performance, sometimes we can fall into the delusion of what is called expediency, which the delusion of expediency is trying to make things happen faster or trying to cut corners or trying to quickly bridge an unpleasant feeling with a pleasant feeling. And this type of delusion tempts us in the behavior of deception or even what some people experience as imposter syndrome, right? And thinking that they're going to be found out that they're not who they present themselves to be. And I know I've definitely felt this in presenting myself online with some image I wanted the outside world to see. So what the delusion of expediency sometimes will do, especially when we have this ideal self-image that we're trying to project out to the world, is it causes us sometimes to put arbitrary deadlines on our endeavors and rush through life, thinking to yourself, oh, well, if I don't have my first home by 30 or 35, then I'm so much further behind than my friends, or if I haven't made this amount of money, or if I don't have this car, or if I don't have a family by this age, then my life is meaningless. And this is this idea of false urgency. False urgency to have arrived at our ideals causes us to lie about where we are and makes us obsess about the result of getting there rather than actually living and enjoying the process. And it causes us to live in the future and fear the idea of the result never coming to pass, which creates constant anxiety that never seems to go away out of fear that if we don't get there right now, we will never get there or will be too late. So both of these delusions, performance and expediency, make us think that we have to all have it figured out yesterday. And this creates a medley of unpleasant emotions, which lead to poor decision-making, like impulse buying, desperate energy with others, whether it's in work or interpersonal relationships, filling our calendar up till it's busting at the seams with productive activities, or embarking on a fitness journey, and on day one, we hit the gym for three hours, followed by a 17-mile run, just to make sure that we're starting off on the right foot and that we're really hustling and getting after it. Here's the thing. Performance and expediency cause us to overindulge in our own self-importance. It makes us take everything really personally, and it also makes us make decisions without fully thinking them through. So in today's episode of the Zen Stoic Path, we're going to be going through the Zen story of walking on water. So it goes like this. There are three monks meditating by a lake. One of the monks gets up and says, I've forgotten my mat inside. So he gets up, walks across the water, goes in the hut, and grabs his mat. When he gets back, the second monk gets up and says, I've forgotten to hang my clothes to dry. So he gets up, walks across the water just the same as the first monk, goes into the hut, and hangs his clothes. Upon his return, the third monk looks at both of them, thinking that this is some kind of a test on his abilities, and he says, Oh, you think you're so great? Watch this. He gets up and immediately tries to run across the water as he saw his peers do. No sooner did he fall in waist-deep into the water, drenching his clothes and getting completely soaked. He gets up and he tries it again and again and again. And after many attempts and continuously falling in the water, the first two monks look at each other and say, Do you think we should tell him where the stepping stones are? Now this is a really interesting story because this third monk 
had this grandiose perception of himself on the surface. He was feeling a lack of significance because he was only looking at what appeared to be walking on water or something miraculous on the surface. But underneath, he had a belief that he wasn't enough, so he took it personally as some kind of a test of his own abilities. Thus, the deep conviction to prove his superiority caused him to get up and continuously fall in the water over and over again. Seeing his peers do what he thought was walking on water made him feel inferior, but because he was in such a rush to prove his superior abilities, he wasn't able to see that there were stepping stones in the water, that there was actually a process to getting there. He was focusing on the highlights of what this appeared to be, walking on water. So rather than attempt to understand what may have looked amazing, he compared himself to his peers and fell into expediency and performance just to keep up. And as he compared himself to them, he didn't have the humility to ask for help because he was so invested in the perception of others and what they had in him. So as you listen to this story, and as we begin to wrap up this episode, ask yourself, where are you avoiding vulnerability and sincerity in your life? What process are you trying to rush through? Remember, you cannot hide from your own intentions. If your intentions are delusional, if they are rooted in performing to the world, into showing the world that you have this self-image, that you are so righteous or that you're so successful, if that is where the intentions are rooted, you're always going to meet with opposition. You're always going to meet with unnecessary suffering and stress. But if your intentions are rooted in sincerity, if you start to become more vulnerable, be willing to ask for help, you'd be surprised at how quickly you start to connect with others, how quickly you start to resonate with others. And you no longer fight this battle of comparing yourself constantly to those around you. You don't take other people's accomplishments personally. You don't take them as something that makes you feel insignificant. And instead, with your own vulnerability, with your own sincerity and how you project yourself out to the world, you're willing to ask questions about where the stepping stones are not having so much pride in this false sense of self-image that you are not even willing to ask for help. So think about this story, think about these questions, and we'll see you on the next episode.